Welcome to Disco Coolia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Disco Coolia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Disco Coolia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Math in real life, arithmetic learning in children, fMRI training study, a new treatment for ADHD, impact of spatial training on math performance, and real-life math. This is our podcast for week 16 in 2022. I welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discopedia Services, to help us look at these links and make some sense of it. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. Thanks for having me. It is always great to have you here, absolutely, because without you, we would be lost in the wonderful I links. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> now let's uh, let's look at it. Uh, we have some wonderful links to go over, and the first one is uh, about math in real life. And the funny thing is that the last link is about real life math. So I, I am curious how those two are going to relate. Anyway, this one is about math in real life. What's that about? Well, math in real life it's important for all children, but specifically for children. Uh, who struggle in math or have dyscalculia to know that math is not something you only do in a classroom with a teacher, but that it's all around you and has impact on your everyday life, that it's tangible. When those children recognize how much math can impact their life, they will be more engaged and try to master it, but also they see more connections. Now we're looking here at the page from Canada from Decoda Literacy Solutions. And they have this article about fun with math inside and outside the house. Okay. Lots of wonderful ideas from cooking and baking to origami and magic math tricks, all fun to do, great for the development of uh, understanding with the children uh, who have trouble with uh, math. And, and I mentioned just a little thing. Uh, one of the activities is called Fold and Cut. And it's a fabulous visual spatial activity, which uh, we know that uh, visual spatial uh, skills are related to math. So a nice initiative, a real good link. Okay. Well, our, uh, our next link is about an fMRI study on arithmetic training. Now, what is that all about? I think, I think those, those uh, MRI uh, machines were born when you were uh, <laughs> in your early careers as a doctor, right? Yes, yes, yes. They were really like not so forceful, like half Tesla machines. Well, we now have five Tesla machines and Tesla, for your information, is... It's not the a strength. car? <laughs> no, it's not a car. No, 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 no. This is uh, named after Nikola Tesla, a, a great uh -huh. physicist. And um, uh, Tesla is the uh, power the, of the magnetic power of the Earth. So if you talk okay. about a Tesla, this is a really, really strong magnet. So one of the things is that they always warn people to keep their uh, key rings outside the... Uh, Right. MRI room because it will fly, fly into, into the machine, the machine and, 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 and then damage it also. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Oh dear. Oh dear. So how about this study? Yeah, this is um, from uh, the latest uh, Neuropsychologica. 
um, and uh, also by important uh, authors. One of them that always stands out is uh, Bertus Smet from Leuven in uh, Belgium. Okay. And it describes how functional MRI can show what changes in the brain um, um, are are done when you learn arithmetic. What is changing in your brain? So. Um, at the start of learning, you need a strategy to work out the multiplication, for instance, if you do not know the answer yet. So you need to think about it. This is a kind of a higher order thinking process that usually uh, goes on in the prefrontal cortex. And also in the interparietal sulcus, because that is a specific area for uh, number sense. Okay. Now, gradually you can more and more retrieve the answers from memory, and that is located in other areas of the brain. So if the brain activity when doing a certain math question is starting to be done in another area, that means that learning has taken place. And these changes can already occur after a few weeks of learning. It's really phenomenal. So, and now... What they found here was that the changes in adults actually are different from the changes uh, that learning uh, evokes in the brain of children. Okay. We didn't know that before. So great insight and wonderful to able to work with the uh, fMRI to make uh, things clear. And um, I, I always think so many people are still doubting if dyscalculia is really a thing, if it really exists. But if they could just see these uh, fMRI pictures, it would be so much more That would be so much helpful. Yeah, if a child could go to their teacher and say, see, here's my fMRI picture, I have dyscalculia. Yeah, and, and how it can change, right. that, that this is a, a uh, the brain is a work in progress. Absolutely. Wonderful. The, the next link suggests that there could be a new treatment for ADHD. Well, treatment is maybe a big word, but let me say many of the students we work with have uh, on top of their dyscalculia also some uh, issue with attention, uh, ADHD. So it's support, important that just, I want to say that first, that there are uh, good medicines to help children with their uh, ADHD. But uh, you cannot rely on uh, medication alone. Obviously, there is a behavioral treatment mm-hmm. that is very important and actually has as much influence as the, um, as the treatment. But uh, the ADHD study we are looking at here, it's published in Nutrients. So that gives away... <laughs> okay. that, <laughs> that gives away a clue there. Gives a clue. <laughs> And they found that a prescribed amount of caffeine may increase the attention and retention of people with uh, this um, ADHD. And they made a discovery through animal models, I have to say, finding that the caffeine increased the capacity and flexibility uh, in spatial attention and selective attention. But also, very important in working memory, short-term memory, which okay. is also a thing that we see is uh, limited in many of the students with dyscalculia. 
So the result so far um, with the animals uh, study um, is positive, although the team is aware that some of the other symptoms of ADHD, like hyperactivity and impulsivity, may actually be exaggerated, may get worse. Right, give somebody five cups of coffee and they'll, they'll be bouncing off the wall. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So we do need right. more research. And um, obviously this is something that should only be administered under uh, medical uh, supervision. Sure. So it's not a new cure per se, but an additional option to be used. Yeah, and it's good that they continue to do research on, uh, on these, uh, these things. The, uh, the next link talks about the impact of spatial training on map performance. What can we learn there? Yeah, this is something uh, that we saw in APA PsychMap. It's actually a meta-analysis. And um, what we um, read here is, and, and we know it was, it was already known for many, many studies, that spatial training is related to uh, math and it can improve math performance. But what is it in that spatial training? What exactly improved the math performance the most? That's imp important to know. So they've gone back and relooked at a huge number of studies. Now, let me summarize what uh, came out of this. That it's depending on the age and of manipulatives what is going to uh, carry over to transfer to your math skills. Okay. Then also the type of transfer, if it is really very close to the uh, visualization training that you did, yeah. or that it's a little bit more remote, if it's other type of um, math activities. Now, the age of um, subjects in these studies really was, was very, um, uh, the, the range was large. So they already had studies uh, that were describing participants of three years of age all the way up till adulthood, till 20 years oh, okay. of age. And they found that the effects of the spatial training also increased in size when the uh, participants were older. Okay, good. Then, the spatial training that used concrete materials, manipulatives, proved to be more effective than those that were not. So, like computerized training, only watching a video, right? Okay. So, larger effects on the, on the progress of math uh, were seen for, uh, like I said, uh, math activities that were really related to uh, the spatial training that they did. Right. Okay. And then, uh, so what training did they do? I already mentioned spatial visualization. But the other things that uh, came up were scaling. If you make something smaller and right. larger. And larger, okay. Uh, copying figures. And shapes, and then proportional reasoning. They're uh, they're all important, but this uh, study mostly concentrates on spatial visualization because there were also uh, more research articles referring to that. Right. So this is not um, uh, not comparing 
scaling and, and figure copying. Right, and it, and obviously it was it was uh, a meta study, so they they were limited by the studies that had already been done. Exactly. Okay, okay, it's good. It's good. It's good. Uh, it's good new knowledge. I like those meta studies where you know they reuse material that has already been uh, been uh, used, and uh, and so then you squeeze the maximum out of the dollars that have been invested in that, uh, in that also, research. Also, by compiling more studies, you can uh, prove that a association is more robust. Right. You can um, also add up and make it more statistical significant. Uh, significant. Right, right. Well, it brings us to our last link, and, and it's again about a real-life math, just like the first link. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, very important. And uh, the We Are Teachers blog uh, created a training, or rather training resources, that will help people get around their daily life with math. And this is less about showing them that math is useful when you work with money, for instance, but it's more like actually teaching the children how to work with decimals, how to work with money. And it's crucial um, for them to develop these skills. So they don't only hear that these topics are important, but they actually get training in a variety of topics uh, that they can use in their daily life. Good, very good initiative, absolutely. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Schroeder, for coming in. We hope to see you again next week. Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services, on her quest to get more ambassadors for Discoculia, the awareness needs to go up and the children deserve support, but there are not enough tutors. So please, my dear listeners, go to discoculiatutortraining.org and see if you could be the next Discoculia tutor. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook. We have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.